cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. He's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. But we're talking about tax dollars to buy Democrat votes, and you're going to learn about a new plan doing it. Most people, I think, in the United States do not realize that our elections are state elections. Everybody, you know, worries about the government getting involved, and can't the president do this, and can't the president do this, and can't the Department of Justice do this? Most people don't realize that our elections are state elections. And by the way, thank God that our elections are state elections. Absolutely thank God that our elections are state elections. Because if they were federal elections, and they were controlled by our maladministered government, then you would know uh, (laughs) we're going to hell in a handbasket very fast. The problem is our government has done things to federalize our elections. I need to take you back in time so you understand how all of this happened. Now, it's going to be interesting because what I uh, give to you, you're going to go, well, damn, that sounds like what we're going through right now. So we're going to go a little bit back in time. We're going to go back to the time when my father was born, 1933. My father was born in 1933. During the midst of the Great Depression. Now, my family, probably like many of your families, if you're of the same age groups as me or mine or anything like that, my family were hardcore Democrat voters for decades. When I inquired with my family, why are you Democrat voters? Because I guess since I was a kid, I was always, uh, and what I now realize is conservative, right? The biggest answer I could ever get, and your parents are probably the same way. They always say, because of FDR. Right? Because of FDR. Many people grew up in that time, meaning their parents did, and of course, now they had you in generations, and they never questioned, why are you voting Democrat? Now, I personally believe the Democrats disappeared with JFK. However, I believe the Democrats started getting taken over uh, before that. So the Democrats of the JFK era are not the Democrats we have today. 
okay? Let's go back in time because you will understand what's happening with the Biden administration and what they're doing if you understood how we got here. Now, there's a thing called the Hatch Act. I've talked about it before, and I have done programs on it before. For those of you that haven't heard, just so you understand, this came about in 1939. And what happened is, because of the New Deal, which we're going to talk about, and because of FDR, they realized that the unintended consequence, or maybe it was intended, of the New Deal era was you could coerce people to vote for a specific party because, in fact, you were their employer. Now, this became a huge problem because if you have a Democrat uh, administration and everybody has to vote Democrat, you're never going to get rid of that Democrat administration regardless of how the people vote. If the people are fearing they're going to lose their jobs if they don't vote this way, then they're going to forever stay in power because your employer can hold it over your head. Now, that's an absolute fact. So with the Hatch Act, it was born so you could actually have no federal employees getting tangled up in this mess. It prohibits federal employees from making below uh, the policy, right? Making uh or becoming any active part in political campaigns. There is there is no way that a federal employee of any kind can take an active part in a campaign. And that basically means uh, they can't do uh, campaign rallies. They can't encourage voting on um, certain candidates. They can't solicit money for certain candidates. This is uh, what it is, Okay. Now, this is a big deal because, again, if your government's your employer, you got a problem. By the way, Kenneth, uh, Kenneth says, uh, best show ever last night. Thanks. If y'all didn't watch last night, re-hindsight of my presentations in Arizona, please do. Um, recently, the Biden administration is now forcing government agencies like housing to sign up people to vote. Now, they're they're trying to get away with this because they're saying we're only making sure we get people to sign up to vote. By the way, unions are bad enough. But here's what's going on. So you understand how this worked, because when I give you this detail, you're going to go, holy smokes, that's kind of what's happened today. So it started between 1933 in 1939, and that's when Franklin Delano Roosevelt, he took action at the time that was needed. We had, a, we had a market crash, and he took actions to bring about what he called reform. We've got to, we got to worry about the little guy. And this is where we had this really interesting divide in America. Make it about the big guy, meaning make it about wealthier people, and play like, oh, you the people are the ones that suffer because of it. And so that's what uh, they found out at that time was a really good pitch. Demonize. You got to give people somebody to hate. Not the government. 
You got to give them somebody else to hate, to always point to. So what he did is he says, we're going to reform all industry. What they did is they reformed industry, agriculture, finance, uh, all of the waterworks, labor, housing, etc. And so what it did is this is the act that put the government in business of all of these things that the government was never involved in. Okay, now at the time, this was the philosophy called the forgotten man. The forgotten man. That's when they started, oh, you're the forgotten man. Now they've turned it to color politics now, but you'll get it. Now, the key to pushing this through is they pushed it through, and this will ring true to you, in the first hundred days of his administration. Now you understand why they always talk. You see the influence of this to this day. Why they always talk about the first 100 days in office. You saw it with Obama, the stroke of the pen in the first 100 days, and you actually saw it as well with this current selected, not elected, maladministration. Okay, you saw it literally uh, take off. In the first 100 days is how everything has to work. If you can get it in the first 100 days, you actually push it through so quick that nobody has time to react. And now this is how the New Deal came down. This is how the New Deal. This was executive orders. It's it's what you uh, now realize are executive orders, okay? And so during this time, they created brand new agencies such as the Works Progress Administration or the Civilian Conservation Corps. Now what this did is this put, at the time, men young men to work. It was considered a short-term governmental aid program. There's the key word, pay attention. It was considered a short-term governmental aid program. And what they did is they handed out temporary jobs and employment, construction projects, and work in the National Forest. It created, at the time, 8.5 million jobs. The construction, it did good stuff. The construction produced uh, 650,000 miles of road. It built 125,000 public buildings. It built 75,000 bridges and 8,000 parks. Okay. It also created the arts, which now, you know, a lot of money goes into this. At that time, it was called the Federal Art Project, the Federal Writers Project, and the Federal Theater Project. Now, this was the really first meshing where government learned the power of drafting in Hollywood and the power of drafting in the arts, okay? So this conservation work went out there. There are unmarried men planting trees, building flood barriers, fighting forest fires, uh, maintaining the forest roads, etc. Now, when they got a taste of this power and everybody's going, holy smokes, FDR's the man, okay? What they did was they started creating agencies. This is the big boom of agencies. The first thing they did is they created the National Recovery Administration. Sound familiar? And so this allowed the government to create 
industrial codes for governing trade practices, wages, uh, the hours people could work, child labor and, uh, labor and collective bargaining. It also, at the same time, it created the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, FDIC, which also created uh, the insurance for the Federal Reserve System and for the Security and Exchange Commission, the SEC. And then they also said, well, we got to do this for farms, too. And they created the Agricultural Adjustment Administration. And then they got into the power business with the Tennessee Valley Authority. Okay. And so all of a sudden, and what they did is they personalized it. There was a thing he was known for, which was called the fireside chats. The problem is, all of a sudden, they realized inadvertently or on purpose, wow, everybody's now voting for this one party in this way. And as they build all these agencies... You ever wonder why D.C. is primarily Democrat? When you get all these people working in the agency under all these brand new big agencies that also had to be created, it changed the balance of power. So now all of a sudden, America, right? America became Democrat democratic and with the term instead of our republic which we referred to it became democrat now it may not have been nefarious at the time however it became the de facto way and all these politicians realized holy smokes you know what if we just create programs and councils and agencies and keep on building more employees in dc and we hand out jobs in the name of the government, in the name of we'll take care of you, we'll protect you, they realized, man, we have got control. We have got control. Now, at that time, there was a fight, okay? This is the time also when they created the Social Security Administration because they also wanted to take care of old age and widow's benefits and unemployment compensation and disability insurance. So you can see all of a sudden they're now in every single aspect of your life. What people don't realize is the Supreme Court threw down a ruling that the government does not have the authority to regulate commerce or tax the way they're taxing. It, it wasn't allowed. You can't be doing this. Because see, what happened is the Constitution to this point took care um, of most of this by default. So the U.S. Supreme Court at the time, on the grounds that neither the commerce nor taxing provisions of the Constitution at all, granted the federal government the authority to regulate industry or to undertake social or economic reform. Now this ruling came down that, wait a minute, 
you're overreaching. You can't use hanging the money dangle out there to now start imposing your will to do it. So how did Roosevelt deal with it? That's right. He reorganized the Supreme Court. And this is when they realized, well, the way we'll just deal with all this is we will make sure we control the Supreme Court. Now, all of this should sound exceptionally familiar to you here in 2023. We are on the tail end of when the government gained massive power and they understood how to, number one, keep themselves in power, Number two, get their fingers into all construction, medical, arts, everything. And all of a sudden, something changed and politicians started becoming incredibly wealthy because they could make or break your ability to do business. So now you understand the basis. Now you understand how long it is. So now you understand why, if the government can hand out on the dole in times of crisis, they need a crisis. Did that happen with COVID and the pandemic? Absolutely. That in order for particular groups in power to get their way, if they are in business and agriculture and everything else, then they can make it happen exactly like they want it to happen. This is where we sit today in the United States of America. This is how it all happened. However, they're not done yet because they're about to start enacting even more of a federal grab. And the bottom line is when our elections, which have already begun, when our elections become federal versus state, the party in power will always be forever the party in power. Hang tight. Now we're going to jump to what this selected mail order maladministration just did. Be right back. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
We're back. Here's Jovan. Okay, folks, we're talking about your your tax dollars are now about to be ramped up even more to buy Democratic votes. You're going to learn about the new federal plan. We're talking about the Hatch Act. Uh, I've got to do my obligatory uh, sponsorship here, even though uh, the morning's running a little bit different. Uh, I'm asking you to go check out CB Distillery. It's a play on words like CBD, CB Distillery. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I was hesitant to try anything with CBD only because I was uneducated. And frankly, I was kind of a chicken shit. Just, I'm sorry, folks. Drugs aren't my thing. I, I can get high enough on life. And I can get, uh, you know, I can, I can stay up almost in any situation. But uh, so I've, it's never been my bag, baby. You know what I mean? However, working in all this election poo-poo, the stress levels are through the roof. I want to show you some of the great products they have. This is the CBD gummies right? Uh, these are actually really cool uh, gummies because uh, I will tell you, one, they taste great. I hear from people they don't like CBD, uh, you know, gummies, but these are completely different. They make tinctures, right? There's the little daytime energy. This is what these guys are really known well for. They have 2 million users, 2 million users, and so if you're feeling the crush and the stress, kind of like we started out this morning, crush and the stress, there's times that, you know, life happens. It's just the way it is. Go to cbdistillery.com. You're going to get 20% off all kinds of fine, fantastic products. Two million users, two million users. You do not need a prescription. You do have to be 21 years or older. They will send it to your home. So if you've, uh, I've been on the fence about it a long time, and I finally jumped off and tried it. And I have to say, this stuff works. I, 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 re, I, I wasn't sure if I believed it. You know, if it's just something in your head. Oh, okay, well, you know, smoke the doobie, you know, that kind of thing. It's in your head. No, I'm telling you, I, I never believed that a stupid little bitty gummy chewy that looks like candy tastes like candy could ever make a difference and in this stuff this particular one it's just one baby you know it's not like loaded up and chow down on a a jug of this stuff or anything like this this is the i think i've got the right one in my hand sleep wait right sleep one little stupid cube i'm talking one little stupid cube And I don't take this political shit and these political prostitutes to bed with me in my mind. You know what I'm saying? My mind comes down. So I suggest you try it. Anyway, let's let's talk about what the government's doing. First, I'm going to digress one minute because these plans never work. You know that one of the things the government pushed on us in this... Uh, era of trying to destroy everything American is this DEI, diversion, excuse me, diversity. You're right, it is a diversion. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. D-E-I. Now, I believe Americans are realizing that that stuff is junk. 
You don't need somebody in your company to say, well, you know, our, our company's not gay enough. Uh, our company's too white. We can't have this. Diversion. I got to get off that because that's what it is. <laughs> Diversity. Equity and inclusion is a way that allows bureaucrats to focus on color, the one color they don't like, like the color of my face. Now, I personally think every one of us has a different color, but it's okay. We're just talking about light melanin in the skin, right? And so when you understand it allows them, this is the evolutionary process. FDR came in and created all these jobs and created this big Democrat monster of loyalty. Laws eventually got that cleaned up that you couldn't combine the two. So the Democrats had to figure out, oh crap, how do we get back into power? We don't get to use the government anymore. Then they made a really big hook into the color of your skin. Oh, we'll take care of you. Well, when that started fading away, they changed from, okay, we protect the color of your skin, you know, we're, that's why we're for you, to where you basically decide to have sex, how you have to se- have sex or whatever, and they subsumed the gay crowd. And then they subsumed the trans crowd. It's all about taking these fractured groups and pulling them in and binding them into this monster. Now, they need heroes, And so what they have to do is they have to give you the optical illusion that they're your champion. And it requires two things. It requires fear and control. Fear to upset everything up, but they need control so they can control the rest of us through you, meaning they use you as a political puppet. Now, that's where this diversity, equity, and inclusion comes in. You have now seen that that diversity, equity, and inclusion is total horse hockey. Who would have ever thought when they fought against racism that they would hire people inside the company to become, in fact, racist against you? Now, here's why. The optics of of diversity equity and inclusion plays right into the fact that we're protecting you. See, those guys are bad, not us. Those guys are bad. And it becomes a little synthetic drug to people that you have convinced they're suppressed and they need help. And the government will always come to the rescue. Now, we got a wake-up call that this diversity, equity, and inclusion was just a freaking racket. A racket of control, a racket of getting rules in. Because remember, if you can take a corporation and you can make them buy into diversity, equity, and inclusion... You understand what happens. You get to push down your politics. See, now corporations, because 
they need to do this. It's all tied to government. It's all tied to being a good corporate citizen. You've now taken a political agenda, and now they're pushing it down through the corporate organization. This means the corporations are doing the government's bidding. How many of you out there have had to attend sensitivity training? Or you see that, oh, well, we can't do that. We're not hiring, right? It's a synthetic form of we're taking care of you. Now, here's what's going on with that diversity, equity, and inclusion. You're going to see a lot of backlash over the next couple of weeks. Corporations, because of this Biden maladministration, right, and overprinting all this money and inflation through the freaking roof, they're having to make cuts. Corporations are having to trim their payrolls. Who's getting laid off first? Who are the most expendable employees inside the corporation that actually have nothing to do with productivity, have nothing to do with manufacturing, and have nothing to do with the company being more financially profitable. You guessed it, the DEI crowd. And so now all of even the tech sectors, right? All of the tech giants, because they're not making money, But because they got sold into this political game, which affected every one of us, now when they have to tighten their belts, the single largest group of any one category of employee now being laid off in this environment is the diversity, equity, and inclusion gang. All across America, people are now booting out these BS employees. There's no way to measure them, right? There's no way that they add to productivity. It is a political assignment within a corporation. Most people have never connected the dots. You got a democratic political agenda And it became a position inside corporations. This is how the government spreads its tentacles and gets inside all of these companies. They created this really come by, you're so nice sounding thing. But when you look at how the decisions are made, what they promote and they suggest, they're putting at a very important position because these people come in higher up. It's a new executive position. Somebody that is almost exclusively a very liberal Democrat. Here's how the numbers come down. You'll be interested in hearing this. So now that this purging is going on, And companies are having to pay attention to the books. A few things happen. Going back to the George Floyd lie, this new diversion, equity, inclusion 
became the hot property to have inside a company to prove that you were a socially aware company. However, by a full third more, Amazon, Applebee's, Twitter's, etc., all these people that have been laying off, all those people that have been laid off, are the diversity, equity, and inclusion crowd. Now, here's a really interesting oxymoron in this stuff, right? They sold corporations that you got to have this position just to show you're socially responsible. It's all about the brown people and the black people and the gay people. No, it's a political agenda. And here's how you can tell it's a political agenda. Are you ready for the real numbers? There you go. <laughs> this is just funny. If you look at all the chief diversity, equity, and inclusion officers that have been hired across the United States, only 3.8% of them happen to be black Americans. What was that? Yeah. At a number much smaller than reflecting society, the blend of society... (laughs) It's the same extreme liberal white people doing this who want to tell us we're bad (laughs) and that we're the racist because we're not taking care of black people or brown people, which is a total lie, (laughs) which is just a total lie. This is a political appointment. It's a political appointment within a corporation. And out of all these great people hired, only 3.8% of them happen to be black Americans. It's really interesting when you get into the numbers. That's why the numbers don't lie of what's really up. It's because it has not a freaking thing to do with diversity. It is a government-sanctioned, created Obama-era. It is an Obama-era position out of nowhere Sold on fear, say you gotta prove you're a good person. You gotta you gotta prove you're not racist. Well, how do we prove we're not racist? Well, you gotta hire you gotta hire diversity, equity, and inclusion executives. And boom. This cottage industry <laughs> exploded overnight. And all it did was put inside. You've seen it in your own businesses, folks. All it did was put inside your company liberal democratic operatives. And that's why I keep on stumbling over diversion. Because it is a diversion. It is not diversity. It is a diversion from the truth. It is a diversion from running your business based on who's best for the freaking job. Not based on skin color. It used to be, you got to have more vaginas. This diversity, equity, and inclusion is so upside down. You know, they tried to tell you that Donald J. Trump was a racist and hated women. In the 80s, 
the Trump organization had the highest concentration of female executives than all the other corporations. They were setting, they were setting the standards, and they pay, were paid the same as men. Now, they won't tell you that. But remember when it was about, you got to have more vaginas. you got to have more vaginas on the board. you got to have more vaginas. Now, number one, I'd rather have women in the workplace than men. I personally believe as an executive, women many more times make better decisions than men. But here, here is how all of this falls apart. Because it always falls apart. Instead of being the best person for the job, And to show you it's all political, I just showed you it was political, and they placed them in to get a political agenda within corporations. Women, how do you feel about the fact that they now, if you have a penis, it qualifies as a vagina, and the dude who plays like he's a woman with a penis is the one now qualifying the one to be a vagina in there and ladies are set aside. That's why none of this ever works. Because it's not based on facts. It's whacked. It's upside down. It never survives, just like socialism. It never freaking survives. But they're not, but they're not stopping there. Because they have now learned from Zuckerbucks, just like I showed you the other day, that Zuckerbucks now say, we're not really giving money away, it's a scholarship. Well, I've just told you the government, the federal government and federal employees cannot in any way influence elections. They just wrote something in law to make it legal. Hang tight. Be right back. Just think how much more power we all would have in saving our great country if everyone knew the truth about what really goes on behind their backs and learned how to tell the system to cut the crap. We'll be right back after this. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Okay, part of the way that 
uh, you're all feeling that this diversity, equity, and inclusion doesn't work. You're feeling it in your IRA, 401k, etc. Once again, the government is in this collusion for governance and social acceptance and equity and all this stuff. They're participating in this crap. Part of the way they stranglehold the corporations is the fact you got these big old corporations that are, are, are trading your retirement accounts and stuff. They're supposedly there to protect you. Well, they're losing money hand over fist because they're forcing it into anti-racist wokeness stuff. So one of the things you need to do, folks, please pay attention to this. If you have an IRA, 401k, retirement account, Please go get this free kit. It's absolutely free. It's with our partners at Gold Co. Why would you not fill out the form and get it? This is all about education. This government and these woke agendas, since it's been in, has printed more money in two years and two months than the previous hundred years combined. They've made all of this woke ESG, DEI stuff just explode. And you've lost one-third of the value of your retirement accounts that you've been paying into. That'd be like paying into 30 years through your company to, or however you've done it, through your retirement account, and a third of it has been wiped away in value because of the government's political policies. You have to learn how to protect yourself. It's probably going to get worse, folks. All you got to do, fill out the information, jovanlovesgold.com, jovanlovesgold.com. We do this with Gold Co. Why would you not get the free kit and fill it out, by the way? Uh, depending on how long you've been contributing to your retirement account, etc., you might get an extra $10,000 in gold. This is not about buying gold and silver. This is only about doing a lateral move to protect and fix the best you can to keep all this stuff from being hammered. Go check out jovanlovesgold.com. I, I give you these numbers. And, and I tell you this, hoping that you will see how all this connects, right? Now, a few months ago, I told you that the, the, the Biden administration was now doing voter registration mandates. That it set quotas for all government agencies to get people registered to vote. Now, the problem with this is, which is why I covered the New Deal, I'm taking you all the way through, and you understand that D.C.'s a bunch of liberal Democrats. When the Biden administration did that, they put quotas. And so one of them was like urban housing and development, whatever it's called, urban development. So the very people that say whether you get into rent-fixed housing or or government housing, or you get to get into the new little project housing and whatever. Think about that. So you have people that control these communities and developments to protect low-income people. It's a good thing. It's great. But now those people have a quota, and the quota is to get people registered to vote. Now, when that person's a Democrat, do you think... Do you think you're going to sit there with the person that controls your rent? The person that says, okay, I will put you up in a bigger unit because your family's gotten, it has expanded. Do you think you're going to freely register as a Republican? 
Do you think there could be backlash? I mean, think about it. You're getting fired today for being Republicans. You're getting canceled for being Republicans because Republicans are the bad people. Conservatives are bad. So that's the first step that I told you about months ago, way before the midterms. That's how they started weaponizing getting ready for the midterms. So how are they getting ready for 2024? Well, a few things. Zuckerbucks has come back. 24 states have made it illegal. All they did was Zuckerbucks gives the money to a nonprofit that's not government. The nonprofit says, oh, this is a scholarship program. And where the states wrote laws that said election officials cannot take money for elections and all wrote laws. Now, this is where words matter. How they got around the law, because it's all about getting around the law, says, okay, you go to the cities, go to the city finance department or the city budget departments or the county budget departments. Let them apply for a scholarship and then you can give them the money and they can turn around and give it to the people that run the elections. And now they're around it. You remember me covering that. So they've worked around Zuckerbucks. Primed it. $80 million. Boom. It's already been done. In these cities, they're targeting your cities. I read it to you. Well, here's the new play. Department of Homeland Security has announced they now will do multi-million dollar awards of taxpayers' money, because it's all your money, because they are worried about election security. Now, remember the fear porn? Here's the fear porn. They have now been provided $2 billion more, $2 billion more dollars to help to help state local tribal and territory officials prepare and prevent and protect against acts of terrorism so department of homeland security which is supposed to protect us from terrorism has now got 2 billion more dollars to protect against terrorism and now, so now, now Department of Homeland Security has it. It's been written in for eight fiscal years. Eight fiscal years. So now Department of Homeland Security has this money. And Homeland Security ranks, okay, what are our biggest terrorism threats? Can you answer that? If you had to ask somebody at the Department of Homeland Security, what's the biggest terrorism, act of terrorism threats facing us as a nation? You know the answer to this. I've, to- I've told you this all the time. What is the answer to it? What is the biggest threat? You're right. Us, you, my viewers. It's not open borders. No. They get to decide, and you, you, you remember how they've started making these lists, 
and they started saying, no, 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 domestic terrorism, white nationalist. Now, you're going back, you're going back, and you think back to a few months ago, you know, or uh, before the midterms, why are they fucking calling us terrorists? What the fuck? White nationalism. What the fuck? Why are you trying to put that on us? That's not us. And you're going, why are you saying we have a domestic terrorism problem? Now you know. It's so they can funnel the money. You watched our government put out memos calling you domestic terrorist, calling if you go to church domestic terrorist, saying we have a problem with white nationalism, and you're like me, you're thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? That rhetoric, after Biden got in, was all part of the plan because they knew when everything was discovered about Zuckerbucks and the way they funneled money that way, they got to change it. It's just like Arizona changed from the Sharpie gate to cause the pause in ballots so they could replace them. They need it now. Okay, we'll just not scan them and you got to put them in box three. They're always on the move. Does it now make sense to you? Does it now make sense to you? Why they started calling you, me, everybody else a threat to domestic terrorism? Do you now understand why they assigned DHS to various cities to monitor the elections? Oh, we got to do it in the name of security. This is how they fucking knew everything that was going on, folks. Now they've created the next way they're going to funnel the money and it is this brand new two billion dollar allotment forget fucking zuckerbucks with 400 million dollars two billion dollars and the top two things that's actually the top three things in dhs domestic violent extremism white nationalism and elections. You get how they're going to funnel the money? All in the name. Now, they even wrote in in areas that they call urban area, they call it the Urban Area Security Initiative. We got to protect you. We got to protect you. Under this directive, under the auspice of election security, under the auspice of the Urban Security Initiative, they actually have written in, you must use a portion of this 100% for election security. And what it does in election security... It just says, we just got to uh, fix our core capabilities and uh, cybersecurity and operational uh, coordination. And we got to make sure there's no uh, uh, long-term vulnerabilities or anything like that. It is a brand new directive to expand citizens into democratic stuff. And they're, they're laundering your 
and my tax money into doing it. Oh, at the same time, if you speak out about it, that fourth little pledge they have down there is we have to protect, well, intimidation of voters. What do they get to do under the auspice of intimidation of voters? If you fucking speak out about it, you're intimidating voters. Now, do you understand how all of this connects together. I have always told you every word out of their mouth is a pre-planned plan. You have now seen in the Obama era how they got into corporations and 5013Cs which or C3s which are the nonprofits, boosted them up, got control of it. Once they got into corporate, they started using those corporate fucking shills to push down a political agenda. Here we are today. They did it with Zuckerbucks to learn how to do it. And now because you have a selected, not elected, maladministered, freaking idiot in office, they are now making this policy. All, I believe, in direct violation of the Hatch Act, which... They learned, once again, from FDR way back then, well, if the government says it's illegal, then reorganize the Supreme Court to make it legal. And now you know how this big mass fucking manipulation game is played. And this is why. Every one of us has to understand the connective tissues. We have to understand how this was done to us. The common thread in all of this, oh, we're going to take care of you. The government can do it better. We've got to do these new, these new agencies. We've got to do this. We've got to protect you from this. We've got to protect you. You've got to be a protected class. Oh, you have a vagina. We're going to protect you. Oh, you have a vagina and you say it's a real vagina and you like men. Fuck, get out of here. We want dick vaginas. It is all a game to destroy us. In my last final closing comment, if you haven't paid attention, you cannot stop paying your taxes, folks. But you can be proactive and take all the excess money out of the system. But that requires you make a decision to fight this fight, which is why I did make click. It's a very simple proposition, folks. If you understand they're doing it with our money, but yet you keep on doing things the same exact way you've always done it, thinking it's going to change, it's not. You have to make a conscious decision to fight this crap. They've weaponized every single level of our country. They use our own damn money to do it against us. Let me show you. Your purchases are murdering America. Most people swear they love America, yet they are killing America one shopping cart at a time. Four woke mega funds control $22 trillion, and they pushed all the brands into just 11 companies. Let's just look at lotions, hand cream, soaps, and detergents. When you spend your money and you go shopping here, 
that money goes right out the door, and as it's distributed and broken apart, it goes into that dark, ugly, icky funnel of money that funnels to impacting America negatively. Your money funds Black Lives Matter, Critical Race Theory, Antifa, the trans agenda. You have to make a choice to save America, folks. Make woke go broke. Click will teach you. Quit pumping, pumping, pumping your money into these woke companies. You have to choose to save America. Do it now. Go to make woke go broke. Click. Make woke go broke. Click. Do it now. The one weaponized piece of thing they do against all of us as Americans is they realize very few Americans will pay attention. Very few Americans will take a proactive step. They bank on Americans being apathetic and lazy. Oh, I'll get tired. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to bother. Could you imagine if we could jump forward twenty years? Your grandbabies are adults. They fucking live in cinder block housing with their child and food allotments. And it doesn't look anything like America that you and I grew up in. And at the end of the day, looking back on it, if we could look back clearly, it was because we let it happen on our watch. And yeah, we bitched and we complained. But we couldn't even, we couldn't even commit to just changing where we buy our things because it was too fucking inconvenient and we didn't want to be bothered. That's what's coming, folks. Think of me as a time machine. I'm giving you a peek into the future. And it's all so simply fixed if we all just work together. If we just freaking work together and do it, folks. And make a conscious decision. But the system knows. People are inherently lazy. Oh, I'll get around to it. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be bothered with it. And look where it's gotten us. They know how to milk us. We are we are milk goats, baby. And they're milking the shit out of us. <laughs> Unfortunately. That's the way this works. I love you all. Take care. Bye-bye. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority, and we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week, and between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? 
think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now. We've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, there was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who tower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud and remember who we are, that we are Americans. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive. Not only survive, but thrive. So guys, it's time to put on a pact. Fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. And our fight is not for us, for all those generations that's going to come behind. Let's save America, folks. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 